Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of NASCAR Radio. This is episode number 87 of NASCAR Radio, where racing, where training cards and racing meet. I'm your pal Val, with me is the amazing Jason. Jason, how are you? I am doing well and ready to celebrate a little bit. Yeah, and the man, the myth, the legend, PSA Hall of Famer, Logan, King NASCAR, how are you? I'm feeling too tired. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, got a great show for everybody, well... I think it's going to be a great show. I was going to say okay show, but it's going to be a great show. We're going to recap the Truck Series, Xfinity, and Cup in Las Vegas. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> I don't, I'm sure there was a sighting or two of the king there. We got some NASCAR news. We got a Topps Chrome. Topps F1 Chrome is releasing uh, this week. And uh, also, we're going to talk about some eBay auctions in King's Court. But let's get going. I got all these windows open. I need a better, faster computer. Need more screens. You know what? I think I do. But let's, I guess because we're, you know, after three years, we are celebrating uh, our three-year anniversary, getting ready to go on four. So it's amazing. Time flies here. The Camping World Truck Series. That was race number two at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. And that was the fifth annual Victoria's Voice 200 presented by Westgate. Chandler Smith was our winner, and our highest finishing rookie was Dean Thompson. Yeah, I don't know much about Dean Thompson, but kudos to him. You know yeah. what? It's funny you say that because I thought that is a name I've never heard. So I'm right there with you. Well, he's one of the contenders going for rookie of the year, so uh, he does not have any cards yet. So we'll see. But Chandler Smith, we've talked about him some. Let me pull up his list real quick. You guys should have gotten an updated list, but his rookies are in 2021 last year in Dunruss. Uh, he's got signature series. No Dunruss or optic cards, just the signature series with the four, with the unnumbered uh, red to 99, hollow gold to 25, and the hollow black number to one. But in Chronicles, I think that should be recalled instead of Chronicles, Chandler Smith instead, because he's everywhere. Mm-hmm. But he's in the base Chronicles, card number five. And then, of course, there's a few different parallels, like the blue, red, purple, gold, and black. Numbered from 199, 99, 25, 10, and 1. Uh, there's some autographs as well in that Chronicles. Four different there. A lot of different series and a lot of different parallels. In the Obsidian, number 29, with the electric etch pink, electric etch yellow and white. 25, 10, and 1. So those are kind of tougher to get. The score in the base, the blue, the red, purple, gold, and black, all numbered from 199 to 1 with the blue to black. Score autographs, four versions that select different versions with the hollow, silver, and then green, blue, red, purple, gold, and gold vinyl. Select autographs, three versions of those, the unnumbered, and then 10 and 1. So uh, those, that gold and gold vinyl are going to be tough to find. Spectra. No autographs in Spectre, but he's in card number nine with the Celestial Blue, Interstellar Red, Meta Pink, Gold, and Nebula. And then he's in National Treasures. No autographs there. So I was thinking about this when I was making this. He's in the base, which is number to 25, the Hollow Silver, number to 15, Hollow Gold to 10, Green, number to 5, and the Hollow Palladium Blue, number to 1. So... Those natural charges are going to be tough to find. And then in P2, 
Panini Prism, card number 38. And I don't know if there's what, what do we say? There's like 20 different parallels of that. I'm not going to read all of those, but yeah. I think every color you can think of put those different parallels. But uh, Chandler Smith has a base card and all the parallels. And then there's the signing sessions, pink Prism, number to 50. So those are all the Chandler Smiths. Yep. I showed it a while ago. This is this is his scorecard from 2021. It's a nice-looking yes. card. Yeah, I like the, the score. They did a nice job. Yeah, it's a nice design. It's a simple design. You know, you don't have all the shiny, shiny going on. I like it. Very much. And like I said, Dean Thompson doesn't have any cards. But the next race, they're actually off this week. So they'll be racing next week at Atlanta Motor Speedway. So, And that'll be Saturday, March 19th. But... We'll recap that next week's show. To the Xfinity Series. That was race number three. The 26th annual Osco Uniforms 300. Now it's Saturday, March 5th at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Our winner was car 54. Where are you? In the winner's circle. Ty freaking Gibbs. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and the highest finishing rookie was Sheldon Creed. And if you've listened to the show at all, yeah. at all we've talked about Ty Gibbs quite a bit. I don't know, if, Logan, you got some of your uh, cards up or not. I know I've grabbed some for yeah, the. Here's, uh, here's Ty freaking Gibbs. You got you got a, you got like a plethora of. Ty freaking gives in your hand right there. Well, we've been talking about them for so long and stuff. So, you know, over the time I, I, I picked a few up. He's in Chronicles in the Crusade, Phoenix and Score. And then he's got like the score. You can see there that's the green version. There's a the parallels. There's a blue, red, purple, gold, black, and the score autographs. He's in the Crusades. I need a better, I guess, camera or light for the uh, camera. But the Crusades, there's a hollow version. And then there's a purple, there's a blue version where you see the background there. And there's the autographs. He's got a little bit of chicken scratch scribble there. Yep. And then he's also in the Phoenix version as well. I apologize, I'm going to have to work on that. And then there's also a silver version of that, so... But there's a few, about 10 parallels for those in the Chronicles. He's also in Spectra, card number 71 with the neon green kaleidoscope, red mosaic, gold, emerald, pulsar, and nebula. And then he's in Prism, but only as, or in the scripted signature series. And there's about 10 different parallels for that. There's an unnumbered silver mosaic to 99. Green scope to 75, pink to 50, red and blue hyper prism to 30, blue and Carolina blue to 25, rainbow to 24, green and yellow to 15, gold to 10, white prism to 5, gold vinyl to 1, and black finite to 1. Again, this is in the 2020 Panini prism. So the Panini scripted signatures are kind of rare with the unnumbered and then from 99 to to less so and our highest finishing rookie was sheldon creed i'll say we've talked about him as well his rookies are also in our 2021 like chandler smith uh in the chronicles with the base chronicles base autographs and again with with all those different parallels 
absolute absolute autographs the black with the black autographs contenders optic and contenders optic autographs crusade crusade autographs chronicles gold standard and gold standard autographs chronicles limited and limited autographs and obstridian phoenix phoenix autographs pinnacle <laughs> pinnacle autographs select select autographs i think instead of calling the chronicles chandler schmidt they're going to be <laughs> sheldon creed because he's an inspector as well and then there's a variation the showstopper that's his uh, nickname in spectra Sorry. yeah we, we haven't figured that one out yet i mean some of the other ones are, are pretty self-explanatory but i don't know i think they just like uh did a scrabble puzzle or something and came up with that one i don't know how they did it <laughs> yeah i don't know and then he's also in national treasures and he's also in panini prism there's a variation with that as well with with him and with him holding the trophy and then all of the different parallels and there are quite a few of the parallels and then the signatures there's a ton so if you are a sheldon creed collector you are or you have been very busy or you're still be you're still very busy looking for all those so yeah he's all over the place in that one that's for sure 2021 he's uh he's got a lot of cards there in in those chronicles and prism so next race at phoenix raceway the unlimited sorry united rentals 200 that's saturday march 12th at 4 30 p.m stages are 45 90 and 200 and then moving over to the cup series that was race number three and the 25th annual pennzoil 400 presented by jiffy lube and that was sunday march 6th at las vegas motor speedway our winner was alex bowman and highest finishing rookie was harrison burton yeah that race kyle bush was leading with three to go and eric jones i don't know what the heck happened to him and he anyway he had a flat tire went up the track took out bubba wallace in the process caused the caution everybody came in for four tires except for three of the hendrick cars and they got out in front of Kyle Bush and well, they over. came in for two or whatever instead of four. They got two instead of they got two. And everybody else got four. So yeah, that was Grand Theft Auto literally. He uh, he stole that one for sure. Yeah, you never know. And no, Kyle Bush should have taken two and he'd have won. But I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah, it's very very tough. Those crew chiefs, you know, they make they make that's how they make the money. So so let me ask a question that's not. Not necessarily card related, but I asked you, Val, when the race was going on on Sunday in that caution. And some of the cars in front were swerving back and forth. And I've always wondered and never really had done any research to find out the reason why it was happening. And you kind of explained it to me. But then it, as we were just talking about it, it clicked that only the handful of cars in the front were doing it. Not necessarily the cars in the back. Is that also part of, well, I'm out of the race. Do I not need to worry about, like you said, the clean tires and stuff like that? Or is it just coincidence? It's it's kind of coincidence. I mean, a lot of the times you'll see most all of the drivers do that on a restart. I mean, like you said, they're scrubbing off the marbles from you know the rubber off the track, off their tires. And they're also warming the tires up as well. So... You know, they're getting them ready for the restart. Um, 
but yeah, you, you're you're always going to see that, especially on a track that's abrasive that kicks up all the all the rubber marbles because those tires get really really hot, and when they cool down, they start picking up all the the rubber and stuff off the track. So that's why they have to do that, you know, back and forth. Yeah, back okay, and forth. that makes sense. All right, just, just rub it off. We need, and, need and to they get usually do that. So we need to get you to a race and sit in the first few rows. You'll know. You have to bring sunglasses with you. Hey, you know what? We're three years in, and it just shows how complicated this sport is, especially I have no mechanical knowledge. That's not me. I'm a, I'm a, I do sports with balls. You know what I mean? Like I don't have this knowledge. So I'm literally learning from the ground up and it's just, I feel fortunate to have places to go to ask the questions now, but I also, I can't ask a hundred questions every week. You know, I, I try to, I try to spread them out a little bit and, <laughs> you know, give some content, but yeah, it's just, I see things here and there that pop up and I try to ask what I remember and, you know, I might be the only one listening that doesn't know, but Hey, you know, we covered it. So. No, they're all good questions. Cause you know, it's like baseball. Yeah, you get the basics of it, but then there's, you know, lefty on lefty hitter or whatever pitcher and righty on righty or doing the shift or, you know, playing the gap or whatever. There's all these other strategic things that you learn as it goes and uh, you progress. So <laughs> so I've gone to a race before and, you know, you're all covered with rubber and stuff. You're in the front few rows and you'll feel that like sand coming at you. But to Logan's point, yeah, those tires are all, you know, slick, no real tread on them. So if they get stuff on them, the last you want to do is spin your wheels on a restart. I mean, you've seen it before where the cars all getting into each other. So they want to clean restart and moving your, your car back and forth helps clean that up and have have the, the best traction you can. Well, I got a funny story about warming up tires. <laughs> all right. Let me tell it to you really quick. My my son Tyler and I, he was he was little. This is before they brought the cup race back to to Nashville and they had Xfinity races there. So we had gone to the Xfinity race at Nashville Super Speedway, right? So we're leaving there. It's bumper to bumper traffic. We're sitting there and we're just kind of putting along. And what am I doing? I'm warming up the tires. I'm just doing this, right? I didn't think nothing of it. I just keep doing it. So finally, the traffic, we get out to where it's kind of clear. We stop at a food lion to look for, of course, NASCAR stuff, right? So we go into the food lion. Nothing. We didn't really didn't find anything. We come out. There's a cop behind my, behind my car. I'm like, okay, what's going on here? And so we, we walk out there. He goes, is this your car? And I said, yeah, it's my car. He goes, we got a report that you've been driving drunk. I said, and he goes, have you been drinking? I said, no. He goes, well, what was going on? He goes, I was just warming up my tires. He goes, I get it. And he just left. <laughs> but somebody called the cops on me. <laughs> so they weren't a NASCAR fan. They didn't know they called <laughs> they that. <might>. In. <laughs> anyway, just keep anyway, going. I, I, yeah, I, I yeah. know this again. Uh, Alex Bowman. We've talked about him a few times. Uh, he won a few races last year, but this year, I think it's the first time we're talking about 2014. His first NASCAR, uh, the Press Pass, American Thunder. 
card number seven and card number 59, which is Alex Bowman and Ryan Truex. That was his teammate at the time. There are a few different parallels for that. There's a color proof, the cayenne of each one, cayenne, magenta, the black and yellow. There's American Thunder autographs with the white to 25, blue to 10, and red to 5, and brothers in arms. White version 10, blue to 5, and red to 1. He's also in 2014 Press Pass Red Line, card number 8. There's a few parallels. There's the blue, which is out of retail. Color proof black and white, number to 75. Color proof cayenne to 50. Color proof magenta to 10. Green National Convention, number to five, and yellow, number to one. And there's also a red line full throttle relics with the red to 50, gold to 25, blue to 10, melting to one. And then the red line signatures red to 50, gold to 25, blue to 15, and melding to five. Those are getting a little tougher to find nowadays. Yeah, they are. And, you know, he's he's the only one I think we've talked about that's in press pass everybody else is in you know a panini product right it's, it's starting to age the product a little bit yeah so he's still a young kid and you know driving for hendrick so i think you know he we talked about it kind of stole this one but he won a few races last year so again with the win you know we haven't really talked about it this year these guys are going to be in the playoffs so we'll see uh, you know how Hendrick how he does and you know of course he's running with hendrick so that's always good so, so did you guys think that uh, Kyle Larson was going to win there for a minute? <laughs> I did. You know, speaking of Bowman, and this is really between us and nobody else, but I had that picture of that car, that Ally car that I found in Target, because I wasn't sure if it was the, the Chase or not at first. Now, everywhere I go, I'm looking for these cars, and I'm like, this close. I haven't bought one yet. I'm this close. There's a mire right across the street from the hotel. And I said, you know, many times that I think I'm going to go with Blaney as my guy. They have that series out to Wazoo. So they've got like 30 Blaney's and it's the Menards and the other version. What's the other version? Logan. Do you remember? I can't remember what it is. It's red. I, I do not remember. But anyways, I'm like this close. But then I'm like... If I start buying these, then it snowballs. Then I buy more than what I need, and, and it's like I I gotta refrain myself from starting something else. It's hard. There's a lot of a lot of collectibles out there. I love the 164 scale cars. I mean, I know this is a trading card show for the most part, but you right. know, there 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 is a collectible component to collecting the diecast as well, and I I love it. I. I I don't collect the big 124 scale, but I still collect the the like the Hot Wheels size 164 scales. Well, I think uh, for the longest time, most NASCAR fans like that's like to me it always as an outsider it was always that was like the number one collectible. Is that true, or is it just like my perception of what I've seen? Well, not not to go off on another weird tangent, but. You know, back in the mid, the early to mid 80s, you know, Ertl made a lot of NASCAR 164 scale cars. So those were out long before trading cards were out. You know, I collected them. You know, I had Daryl Waltrip, Bobby Allison, uh, Kyle Petty, all the ones that they came out with, Dale Earnhardt. 
uh, back then. And then, of course, the cards came out. I mean, I would say cards are more popular now than the die cast, but okay. I mean, there's a lot of people that that's all they collect. They could could not care less about, uh, you know, about trading cards at all. Right. Well, then I think the cars, you know, I feel like this is free free range here. We can, uh, it's, it's in the category of collectibles, but I feel like the cars for NASCAR, I mean, that's like, it's a given, it's obvious where baseball and football, you're not really collecting footballs with players, like players names. It's not the same, like mini helmets. Yeah. So, so, but for whatever reason, the cars for NASCAR, I mean, it's are more of a natural fit than even I think cards and stuff are for baseball and basketball and stuff, just because that's what you naturally think of first. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a whole, whole segment of collecting there that we could go off and do thousands of hours of, you know, video content for that. But, you know, we won't start that. Now I know Val talks about when we're at the NASCAR hall of fame and how the, how the guys have those boards and things with the cars. Tell, tell a little bit about that real quick, Val. So when we would have, you know, driver appearances or, or whatever, uh, you know, me and Logan would, would show up with, with the cards. Uh, but there were, there were folks who would bring the diecast cars with them. And so basically what they did was, and I thought it was pretty clever. It was a pegboard, probably three feet by two feet or something like that. And they would have all the cars zip tied to the pegboard. And then there's like a holder and they would be like carry it like a suitcase, but they'd have, you know, 15, 20 cars zip tied to the pegboard. And so when they would see a driver or whatever, you know, they just pull that up and let them sign. And, you know, they reach over to their car or whatever and sign it. So uh, other folks, they, some folks just bring the windshields. Uh, and have them sign the windshield. Yeah, so. But the pegboards, like I thought was pretty interesting. That, yeah, we're going like way down a rabbit hole here. But <laughs> I've seen those McFarland figures that they did in the early 2000s. I've seen people carry the bases for those where it's just like the green turf or the brown dirt part. Because then you can kind of put it with whatever, not necessarily whatever, but, you know, you have more options where if you see this guy and not that guy, you can switch the base for it. And then it's like, oh, now it's autographed, even though it's not the one that came with it. So, but they the were thing, available. so one thing with the windshields made me think of. Uh, so sometimes, you know, when you get an in-person autograph, it might not be a great autograph or it might be smudged or whatever it is. Uh, so the guys, you know, would tell me with the diecast, like, well, we'll just, you know, wipe it off the windshield, you know, to get some cleaner on it or whatever, and then wipe it off and then, you know, get, try have another try at, at an autograph, you know, later yeah, on. Yeah, makes sense. So, yep. But getting back to the race in Las Vegas, our highest finishing rookie was Harrison Burton. And so Harrison Burton moved up from the Xfinity series to Cup. So he's running for rookie of the year. His rookies are in 2012. Press pass total memorabilia, and it's the rising stars. And there's a few auto, few memorabilia, uh, autographs in there with the silver to 125, gold to 99, hollow foil to 25, and melding to five. And I've got one of these here. You can see he's signed it. He was just a he was just a little kid. 
yeah, you, you can see that, you know, it's like a first, second, third grade or something like that uh, autograph. And there's a piece of memorabilia. You can't really see it because it's the black box there. But and I think this one was numbered out of 99. You got to think that's 10 years ago, man. Yeah, now you say that, yeah. And then also I threw on there on the, the if you're looking for some of his first cards after that, 2017 Dunruss. He's in the Phenoms. Phenoms Crack Dice 999 Signature Series. Uh, Hall Gold to 25. And the Signature Series are just unnumbered. And so what's interesting with these, and I didn't tell you guys about this beforehand, but they are not on the checklist, but they are been released. So I'll say that again. They're not on the checklist from Panini, but they have been released. They went to the pool for, re not redemptions, for rewards. So they came out through the rewards. There's also another one here in the select. There's the select prisms, unnumbered. That's been confirmed. It's not on the checklist. There's a blue prism number to 50. That's also been confirmed. Following that same pattern, there should be a red, gold, and checkered flag. I have not confirmed those. Uh, number 25, 10, and 1, but I would assume they are have been released. So these are kind of, what's the right word for them? Kind of snuck out or they were released and not through packs. So the only way to get them was through the rewards program. So it's something to keep an eye on depending on how his career goes. Like I said, not being on any of the checklists, I think it's fine. I find it pretty interesting. So just finishing up. So he's in the 2017 Panini Absolute. That's where he has a base card, card number 85. There's a few different parallels for that. The silver to 299, blue to 199, red to 99, gold to 25. And then the four printing plates, black, black, cayenne, magenta, and yellow. And then there's also, he's in Torque, but his track size signature series. There's an unnumbered. The blue to 75, red to 49, green to 25, and checkered to 10. So the absolute really is one of his first base cards. So were you guys aware of those that kind of were in the rewards program? Vaguely, but you know, that's uh, one of the reasons that you guys watch and listen to NASCAR radio is for cool tidbits like that. Yeah, so there's opportunities to snag those up because people don't realize how uh, rare they are. And he, people aren't looking for them because they don't realize they're not on the che any checklist. So, but one day um, people will be looking for them. So, yeah, let me go to eBay right now. I'll, I'll, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> so, Val, I think this was back when, before Logan, we talked about this, or you can correct me, but the Blasters, was it 2020? The blasters did we ever see those reds available where the you red. could submit packs and then get oh did we ever see any of those actually come out so logan did did do some of the 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 red mosaics uh but i don't know if it was i think maybe it was 20 was the last year they didn't do it in 21 right is that what you're asking yeah, so it was with the retail, like the blaster boxes. You yeah, can submit I, so many packs or whatever. I think 20 was last year that kind of. Yeah, the red out. mojo, I think is what it was That's called. That's what it was, the mojos. Yeah. Did did you get some of those? So those are actually out there. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. I can't remember if we talked about it or not. 
Yeah, I, we, I got several packs, and one of my packs, of course, I got Haley Deegan, but of course, it was damaged. Boom. Yeah, okay. It's been sent back to Panini and never heard from again. I, yeah. Hey, Panini, I know you sponsored the show. Help a brother out. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I, I hated that they stopped that parallel. You know, as driver collectors or set collectors, and then, you know, to kill off a parallel line, you know, like that. So, yeah, I like those. I mean, I said it, it was during the pandemic. And of course it took a while because there was nobody in the office in Panini to go in and ship anything. So it took me a while to get them, but I finally got them because I had bought a lot of Donruss that, that year anyway, just because of the pandemic and all the crazy things that were going on. So I, I forget how many, I think I ended up with like 13 or 14 packs that I got. So that tells you how much I had. Yeah, it was a lot, too, because if I remember right, it wasn't just like one blaster worth of packs. It was a few blasters worth of packs. Right. Because uh, it was retail only. I don't know if it was 10 packs or 15 packs, but I remember it took a couple of, of blasters. I was short, so I didn't even send in for one. So uh -oh, looks like we've lost Jason. Oh, he's back. The government getting <laughs> <laughs> yeah so jason was saying about um it, it took more than one blasters worth of retail packs to get one of those mojo packs and logan got a quite a quite a few of those packs so yeah i think it was 10 was it 10 packs and i think you only got eight packs in a box yeah something like I that think is what it was. it was it was something like that and yeah like i said i had i got like 13 packs so that tells you how many blasters i bought you can you can do the math. So that tells you too that if you see some red mojos to you know pick those up, you know they're somewhat rare. So yeah, I wonder if Panini's got any of those sitting around still. I mean, I, who knows? I guess the question for the national. Yeah, we can ask uh, ask our friends. Putting a bow on this here, the next cup race number four at Phoenix Raceway, the runoff mortgage five hundred k at Sunday March. 13th at 3.30 p.m. Eastern. Stages are 60, 185, and 312. Uh, yeah, moving we, over. Go ahead. I think we got a, don't we have a um, trivia question associated with Phoenix? Uh, yes, with the next, the next one. Yes, thank you. Yes, which NASCAR Cup driver holds the record with the most wins at Phoenix Raceway? The answer to come shortly. Yes, thank you. The next... Uh, IndyCar race is not till Sunday, March 20th. So we have a break for that. And they're gearing up also for the first Formula One race, also March 20th. So another week and or two, and we're going to be getting, uh, we're going to have a full roster here of races to cover. So getting excited for that. Yeah, it look, looks like the IndyCar is going to be at Texas Motor Speedway. So that that'll be a, a really fast race. It won't be a road course or anything. That'll be that'll be high speed action right there. Yeah, Texas Motor Speedway at twelve thirty p.m. on the twentieth, and then the F one race will be the Burhan Grand Prix in Shakar, Burhan, March twentieth. Next segment. Uh, did you have any NASCAR news? Yeah, just very little today. It's it's almost more like trivia. I'm going to call, because of this, I'm going to call this a year of parody, at least the way it's looking right now. So far this year, 25 drivers have a top 10 in the first three races. So think about that. 
that's 30 positions and there's been 25 different drivers in those positions. The, the last time that, that we had 25 or more has been 1973. So it's been almost 50 years since that's happened. It's, it's, it's actually pretty historic. It's not one of those crazy baseball stats that say, well, he hasn't hit for the cycle since 2020. Well, you know, that's only been a year ago. It's like no big freaking deal. But, you know, this, this is a big deal. So that, that, that screams to me that, that, you know, these new cars, I guess, first of all, A, people are trying to figure that, still try to figure them out. And, you know, B, you know, it has kind of leveled the playing field. So that's, that's a really, really great insight uh, into the way things are going so far this year. I just thought I'd throw that out there. And this has only happened seven times in NASCAR history. Uh, the most was in 1965 with 27 drivers out of the 30. So that's pretty impressive. And uh, the last time that we had 25 was in 1950. So anyway, that's that's just a cool statistic. That's really the only news I've got this week. Like I said, it's more of a stat than it is news. But it was, you know, I, I kind of swiped that off of Jayski. He had that. And I thought that was pretty neat. So I put that in here. Awesome. Well, come back to our trivia. Which driver, which NASCAR Cup driver holds the record for the most wins with eight? That's Kevin Harvick. The closer. Yes. Uh, have another trivia question here. We'll answer after is Phoenix Raceway opened in 1964. But when was the first NASCAR race at Phoenix Raceway? And who got his first win there? <laughs> so you can all talk some talks amongst, your, amongst yourself. But uh, next segment, uh, I thought we'd talk about the Topps F1 Chrome is being released this week. It hasn't been released yet for us, but we're recording earlier in the week. So when this drops on Friday, it would have been released. So just kind of quickly going over different information about it. The packaging, a lot of parallels this year. And you can see there's some only um, hobby only. And then some of the ratios, one in 36 for the green, or I guess we go to the refractor. So one in three refractors, checkered flag, one in 18. I think there's 18 packs per box. So there's a purple, green refractor, gold, purple, orange, red. It's almost like uh, some of those hyper prism, blue, Carolina blue stuff. Orange, so orange, red, red, green. But then we got our purple checkered flag, gold gold wave as you can see from the list here and then printing plates super refractor so they look nice so we'll see uh how how they are i'm not sure about the price point yet i know they were what about 600 i think pre-sale from some of the big three so but the light packs are the only packs that find red wave parallels which also come in several versions so we have this black and white ray wave green gold you can see red and black so there's some uh, light version only so that's another kind of take on it and then there's autographs and inserts you know i got a question how come they don't make brown parallels <laughs> is, is that reserved for skid marks <laughs> I, I think so i think, I think so <laughs> just, i'm just curious man because you never see brown bordered cards i think those are actually in the the memorabilia <laughs> used fire suits, but uh, yeah. uh, well, the but closest 
for baseball and stuff, Tops does that sepia. Yeah, that is kind of brownish color. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. like the autographs look nice there. And then the the inserts here with Path to the Podium and the Red Liner, so looking good. Cards per pack in the hobby, four. Value box, packs per hobby, 18. 16 for the value. And then uh, cases, 175 cards, kind of, but well, not kind of, but exactly like the 2021 flagship. So plenty of parallels to chase. Lots of cards in the set. Oh, I know it was finishing at the at the end. So here's the base set. Now there's all the parallels, inserts. So the 1961 tops sports checklist, maxed out red liners checklist, path to the podium checklist, and then the base. And that also includes the. I'm going down to the image variations, same as in the flagship. So. Yeah, exactly the same. I looked at it earlier. There, There's no difference. And I think they're all the same poses as well. So we have the regular and then the light versions. So a little more, I guess, pricier than than the flagship. So the on the light versions, are they, are they using less ink? Uh, are using lighter paper? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> no. No, uh, you nope, don't no. get as much. Yeah, you get uh, looks like two less packs a box. So cards per pack of four each, and then a ho- eighteen packs for the hobby and sixteen for the light. Is that right? And then boxes per case twelve, and then sixteen for the light. So, but you have that exclusive to the light version. So yeah. again, we'll we'll be coming. They'll be coming out, so we'll we'll have to kind of dig into it. As they become available, we haven't got any pre-release information. So other than what everybody else has got, but it's good to at least see the checklist and verify that it's the same as flagship. So, so let me ask y'all this: Do you think that this year's Chrome is going to be, as far as on the the secondary market, do you think the the prices for like Max and for Lewis Hamilton and those guys, you think they're going to command? kind of equal prices as they did last year? you think they're going to be valued less? I mean, what are your all thoughts on that? I don't know. I'm kind of going off of what Flagship is doing, where there's some excitement, but it kind of plateaus a little bit. I don't. I, you can't match it. I mean, the first first and second will never be the same, you know. And, but I s- still think just that – Kind of like us, we get five or six releases a year. We want something new. I think there's going to be that clamoring for sure, but values, I can't imagine, are the same. Yeah, I think there'll be initial rush, like you know, we'd see normally, but I don't don't know if we're going to see the long term price that last year's has. I think last year's was the first year. It's kind of legitimate rookie of everybody. You know, it's kind of the '86 Fleer basketball type. 88 max is the first year, but it's kind of the second year. It looks like there's printing, they're printing more than it was, you know, last year. So I'm sure that, you know, it's not going to be worthless, but I'm not sure what, what the prices are going to be. So, you know, you have player collectors or, you know, going for the rainbow or not, or set collectors, or we'll find out. I mean, the boxes are, you know, they're not cheap already. Right. So last year they came out, they were escalated over time. I don't, you know, they weren't six, seven hundred dollars right out of the gate. 
like they are now. So there's a big um, barrier to entry at you know seven hundred, six hundred dollars a box, right? You only get an eighteen packs. You can't even make a complete set, and you're getting only a few parallels per box. So yeah, I, I think the initial excitement's going to really make it crazy, but I think after a while it's going to it's going to settle down. I mean, look what's going on right now with flagship F1 2021. The boxes, the hobby boxes are coming down in price. I mean, I'm seeing them well under $400 now. Uh, and I think a lot of that, but I think a lot of that has to do with the blaster boxes and how well those have done compared to what you get out of the hobby box. I think, I think actually the blasters maybe kind of devalue the hobby box. What do you think about that? Well, I was going to give an example. I have a former colleague buyer and half my age you know he's one of those guys that's i don't i don't buy retail it's junk you know i only buy hobby he's you know a hobby snob and he found out that i was buying f1 asked me you know we had a whole conversation about it and he texted me un like unrequested that retail blasters were better than hobby boxes and he's a guy that buys dynasty and all the high-end stuff that retail blasters are better than hobby boxes and I, to me that was a huge vote of confidence that it wasn't just us being happy to find something but that actual f1 collectors were you know seeing the same things that we are with with kind of the jaded eyes of you know the the high rollers that are out there yeah i wonder if they're going to see well we're, of course we're not going to have black retail blasters we're just going to have the light it'll be interesting to see what shakes out of the light boxes versus the, the true hobby boxes. We'll find out. I mean, for us, you know, tonight, uh, this is, this is Tuesday night. We're do, doing this early. So tomorrow is going to be the release day. So we'll find out. Yeah. We'll have, we'll report next week, how we do what we're looking for. But uh, right. So I was thinking about this, the blasters going through dis different distribution chain, right. Getting the retail as opposed to, the big three and other distributors and hobby shops getting the allocation for the hobby boxes. So they're commanding more prices because, you know, that's what they're charging as opposed to Walmart targets with the $20 retail, which again, blew me away because everybody had increased their prices. So I was expecting at least, you know, $30 for the, the blaster right out of the gate, but $20, if you can, you know, find them for that, they're, that's a no brainer. And, you know, all the ones I've opened have been, you know, fantastic for what you get and what the prices are going for. Uh, so totally amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, in, in the blasters, I mean, you're getting color in every box uh, because the odds in their state, it's like every other box that you get, maybe you get an aqua card, but we're seeing much better odds than that. So it's the blaster is a great value. You, you can't, you can't beat it. And I think even at 30, maybe even $40, it may not be that bad of a deal. Yeah. I mean, the three that I opened, two of them had two parallels in them. The one had the one parallel in it, but I also got all the base cards of Max and Lewis and then got a Lewis insert and a Max insert as well. So all three of them, I think ran better than, than the odds. And I got a relic out of one of those two. So totally beat the odds. Yeah, and you get the four shiny cards and everything. Right, and that's not even including those. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there are tremendous value. So, you know, not holding out hope there for the Chrome since the only way to get it is either through the top site or from, 
your LCS or one of the big three or some other distributor. So, yeah, Jason, are you going to try to get on tops and get you a box, or have you thought about it? I mean, I I know it's a crap shoot. I mean, for the as Val says, for the for the ten seconds that you have the chance to get it. <laughs> yeah, even it's that's not my price range. Like, even if I could get on it, that's not my price range. Um, Don Russ is my price range, you know, typically, uh, and, and a couple other things that we'll bring up here that are coming out soon. So yeah, that's, it's out of it for me. I don't even try to get on. I'm going to try to get on and at least give it a good try. I don't expect to get any. So yeah, I feel the same as Val. I think I'm going to give it the old college try and go, Hmm, let's see if I can do it. But I, I don't have much confidence at this point. Because I'm curious to see what at least they're going to sell for on the top site. Probably won't get any. But uh, actually, you touched on Dunruss. So you want to talk about Dunruss real quick? Yeah. So I have the unfortunate pleasure of bad news. We, uh, you know, before every show, we check release dates and, you know, try to get updated information. And in doing so, we've now learned that according to uh one of the big three as val calls it according to them they've changed the release date for don russ to april 15th 2022 so hopefully that's it you know hopefully it's just a small delay of a month or so but uh, with the way that things are and you know we talk about 2021 products coming out four months into 2022 you know, i don't think we'll get that but you know with with how limited our options are i know i know we hate waiting for this stuff so sooner the better panini let's let's get this show on the road and get these cards out here well i'm sure that they, they've had a lot of issues with yeah the supply chain and and printing windows and things like that can you imagine if some of those printers have you know issues with the printing presses how far that that skews these you know these releases coming out and i'm sure I'm sure these printing presses are running like 24 seven. So at some point those things need maintenance and they're, they're probably going to break down. So, I mean, it's just, it's just crazy right now. I want to move on over to the next segment. Oh, I need to, uh, we need to drop back and our trivia question. The Phoenix raceway opened in 1964. When was the first NASCAR race at Phoenix Raceway, and who got his first win there? The first inaugural race was in 1988, and it was won by Alan Quickie. Uh, and he also famously did what is he called the Polish victory lap by driving around the track in the opposite direction so he could see the fans in the grandstand and wave to them. And he was uh, Quickie was worried that NASCAR would punish him for that, but uh, the Polish victory lap proved to be a huge success uh, in Quickie's first career win. So. Yeah, a lot of people still do that today now, just because of what he did. He was a, he was a pioneer in, in doing victory laps. Yeah, <laughs> he was something else. So, let's move into our eBay auctions. We're calling uh, the King's Court. Cue the music. Whoa, 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 oh. whoa, whoa, whoa. We're go too back. early. Let's go back. Let's go back. All right, rewind. So we have not talked about twenty twenty two. Tops F1 tax. The tax. Oh, the tax. The tax. So gotcha. it's on one of the big three. They have the pre sale up. It is out 
or scheduled, not out. It is scheduled for August 15th. I'm just curious on your opinions of something like there's two ways to look at it where, hey, we don't have a lot, so we kind of take what we get. But these are a different type of cards, and they're they're like gaming cards, correct? But they're yep. F1 drivers. Yes. Okay. So, so they make the mat like a match attacks is a soccer version, I believe. Yes. Good example. Yeah. Okay. So they have, and I don't know if they've done, you know, learning the F1 stuff and the products. One of the options for this is a tin. I don't know if you guys saw this, um, but there are tins and it says three tin lids to collect each with exclusive content. And then the three options were Future Legends, Super Elite, and Hall of Fame. So I'm imagining each one probably depicts different drivers to make the tins collectible. Uh, you know, this is something Tops has done with various releases. Uh, it's, it's gimmicky, but it works for some people. It kind of gives them something else to go after. But what do you guys think about this, this type so, of product? So let me add this in here. So this is the current year, the 2021 version. Now, I did buy a few of these, not one, but I did soccer. And I've been you know, thinking about possibly collecting them. But to your point, they have the different tins. And sometimes they'll have special bundles where you get a particular driver. So here's, I guess, a Lando Norris and then a Max Verstappen that's special. When I had done mine, it was different messy there's like a gold parallel a gold bronze or silver or something so and you can see this one here alonzo and uh you can see like these have been sold out and then they sell them in these other uh full boxes and stuff so um i'm interested in them i you know probably wouldn't play you know the game or whatever but possibly as something you know if i can't afford the, the chrome and stuff so prices are on those and again this is on the top uk site so they're about eight pounds nine pounds 13 so it's i think the conversions a few dollars more for those but you know if you can't afford some of that other stuff it's it's a good substitute i think yeah you know it's a game you know i, I could see where this could be possibly geared a little bit towards the younger crowd, the kids, maybe um, it, it seems a little gimmicky to me. I have not, I have not collected these. And so I, I, again, I don't know what they look like or how the game works or how any of these things work. Uh, but, you know, to Val's point, you know, it's a good alternative. I think if you, if you can't find or afford the, the other boxes, you know, whether it's the flagship, the Chrome, Sapphire, you know, whatever, uh, you know, this is a good alternative, I think. So, I mean, I think it's pretty neat. I may try some of them just, just so I can have that under my belt to, to kind of know, uh, you know, what to expect in these, in these tins and these boxes and things. Well, I think you have to consider the history of some of these cards. And we talk about a lot of drivers that don't have cards, but they're racing already. This kind of reminds me of Sports Illustrated for Kids where hmm. it's geared obviously towards kids but maybe they sneak some people in that they wouldn't put into a flagship or a chrome you know and i'm saying this completely off the cuff i've not looked at checklists and done any comparisons but i could see this being hey he doesn't have a 2021 card 
technically, but he's got this tax card from 2021. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that could be, and if, if that, that particular driver turns out to do well in formula one, right. You know, Hey, check out, he's got his rookie card in tops of tax. Right. And being completely honest, I've, you know, that F1 blaster the week before last was my first ever F1 purchase. And I'm a pack collector and seeing the different variations that they have for the deck boxes and all their offerings makes me interested to, you know, purchase a few just because of the variety that they have and the price point. Like you said, these aren't overly inflated like some of the other uh, offerings. Yeah, I'm looking at some of those tens. It looks pretty interesting. Uh, I may have to try to if I if I happen to luck out and get a box of chrome. I may have to tack some of those onto my order. So I guess where I was going with, so those are 2021s. The pre, the, the other one you were talking about is the pre-sale for 2022. So you, there's still an opportunity if you wanted to buy last year's still on there. And I can't remember if there were, if they made them in 2020 or not. The other thing I can say is when I did the soccer, they're little tins and they're, they're, they're nice, but I think the packs are not secured in there. So they kind of rattle around mm -hmm. in there, if that makes a little sense. And I think I can't remember if they're, these are foil or have foil edges or whatever, but you know, coming, coming across the pond uh, to the U S I think they survive for the most part, but I might, might have to take another look at uh, some of these. So I did, you know, do some of the stickers, so that you know, on if you you can purchase from the Tops UK site, you're just going to pay a little bit more for shipping and then uh, the Vax tax or whatever. But you know, there's still packs and sticker boxes, and then some stuff has been sold out. But that's kind of what there's a sticker tin. But so it's it's interesting. Like I said, you know, it gives you an alternative to the the Chrome and the other stuff if you can't get it. And again, with that price point at like $600, $700, as opposed to some of those tins for, you know, what I say, seven, eight, 10, 15, 15 pounds. So, right. So what, what did I miss it? What was the pre-sale price on it, Jason? Uh, the one I had pulled up was the 10, um, for the sell sheet, their SRP is 1499. Still city collectibles has it already for 1595. So right now it's, at the SRP, essentially. Um, yeah, very affordable, it sounds like. 24-pack boxes, or so $3 in a pack. Yeah, it's a good option, I think. Yep, I would agree. Some, something else to look at. I mean, do you guys think, you know, we're seeing a lot of Topps F1 issues. Do you think that Topps is possibly, you think they could possibly flood the market with too many different issues, or you think that, uh, they're just going to get all gobbled up and people really are just going to, you know, are clamoring for anything they can get. I mean, we all think about that. Go ahead now. Oh, I was going to say, I think, I think right now the only way to get them is either pre-order if you, or having a direct account or having to go through one of the distributors. So I think, you know, people are buying them up, but distributors have them. Uh, and and no one's blinking yet on dropping the price other than the flagship. So uh, I think, you know, they're going to have to go through, Tops is going to have to go through the distributors or go 
through the retail side. They're not going to do that for Chrome. So I think, you know, people are, are buying them up and they're kind of hoarding them or whatever. Cause we talked about it. I think it was before that last year's Chrome boxes are going for two grand. So people will probably look at, well, I'm paying 600 now and I expect them to go to, you know, 2000 or $1,500 a box or something like that. So it kind of reminds me of the junk wax era. Like, all right, I, you know, I need a whole case of 87 tops baseball because I'm going to put it away from, you know, my kid's college. So if I spend by six boxes for six grand, you know, that's 12 grand if it was, you know, last year's Chrome. So I think people are just scarfing up all the inventory that they can get for the cheaper price, but the big three aren't coming down on their, uh, you know, first year product. So, well, I guess really what I was asking though, is do you think tops is going to flood the market with too many different issues? You mean, are they going to come out with different, you know, more issues other than, you know, like flagship Chrome, Sapphire, all the things they've come out with so far, are they going to have even more issues Oh, and just, just flood the market with way too much product? I don't think so. I don't think they have the bandwidth to do that between flagship, Chrome. We got stickers. We'll have a match attacks. Uh, you know, they've already talked about having tennis and some of these other sports. Uh, you know, they can't get these out on time. I don't know if they're going to bite off more, but I don't think so. I think they're just going to, you know, print a little more of what they're currently making. Yep. Yeah, uh, by the way, the Bella, the official mascot of NASCAR radio, has just joined <laughs> tonight. <laughs> Say hi, Bella. <laughs> she's, it's been an hour. She's been looking for you. Yep, she's wondering where Daddy was. So on that note. <laughs> so... Uh, All right, that's enough of you. <laughs> All right, Trump player, in the, <laughs> Trump player in the corner there. Uh, yeah, so the eBay auctions, uh, King's Court here, Logan. What have you got for us? Well, this is this is our eBay segment, but uh, this is now the brainchild of, of Jason. He uh, he's decided, and I think this is a great idea. We're going to start calling it the King's Court, and what we're going to do is we're going to have different face cards. And I'll, I'll explain it really quick. We're going to have like a Joker card, which would be an auction that's, you know, funny, odd, something like that. We'll have a Jack, which would be a young driver. We'll have a Queen, which would be a, a female eBay auction. King would be a male driver, of course. Uh, the Ace, which I like this one, is a one of one. And we've got the, what, we, what we're going to call the Royal Flush, which is the highest priced card sale of the week. So let's start it out. Our, our Joker of the week was on 3-6, and it's uh, the Nabisco Speedway cards, which Val's got it on the screen right now. Full set of 25 cards, and that set sold for $650. Buy it now. So somebody went click and bought it. Uh, I remember buying these or getting these cards as a kid out of the Sugar Daddy Suckers for I, I think the, the suckers were like a nickel and you uh, you would get these cards in those suckers and to see them going for $650 for 25 different cards is amazing. But the cool thing about those cards, uh Oh, Val's being outbid. Uh, <laughs> Why those keep on? 
<laughs> the cool thing about those cards is is they they they're different forms of motorsports. I mean, you've got even speedboats, you've got you know NASCAR, you've got Indy, Formula One, IMSA, sports cars. I mean, there's all different forms of sport, motorsports in this set, which is a really nice set. And of course, the cards are not your standard size cards. I don't know what size those are. Uh, I probably should have done a little bit better research on that, but they are highly collectible now because they came out in 1973. Again, these cards are almost 50 years old, and that's hard to believe because I remember buying them as a kid. Oh are my they God. perforated? No. Okay, I couldn't tell. They have that little cutout and paste on wall pole wall poster in space shown by the letter H. So those tabs are, that you see. Uh, what, what you could do back then is you would save your wrappers and you could send in for the poster and you could glue these to the poster. I never did that. <laughs> I got so, upgraded by PSA. Yeah. I do have a great set. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're moving on. <laughs> All right. Our, our Jack of the week which is going to be our young driver is the 2021 national treasures. Jesse loves sparkle from the sparkle pack. It's an auto auto one of one. You know, we've been seeing a lot of uh, movement on Jesse love. Uh, his cards are, are doing very well on eBay. And this particular card sold for $624 with 24 bids which is pretty impressive. Yeah. So why do you think he's getting the action that he is? Because I've seen his cards. I've heard the name, but he's not somebody that we mention a whole lot in standings. So what do you think is giving him this attention? I, you know, I don't know. Is it, is it the name? Is it the sponsor? I mean, I, I don't know because I know when I went to the Nashville show last year, uh, I saw a guy that had a few Jesse love cards and he told me, he goes, yeah, I'm collecting Jesse Love. So if you got any cards, you know, that uh, are, are rare or tough, I'd like to buy them. I'm going, well, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. But, I mean, he's literally getting a lot of hobby love right now. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know what's sparking all that. But he, he his prices, if you look on eBay, uh, his prices, you know, he's doing his, you know, compared to other drivers of his stature are doing, he's doing very well. His cards are doing very well. He's got some diehard collectors. Apparently does. All right. So moving on, our queen of the week is going to be Natalie Decker, National Treasure Rookie, autographed at 5 of 25. And it went for $150. Buy it now. Now I'm looking at that card, and I'm wondering if Natalie uh, knows that we should. she should sign a little bit more straighter. <laughs> Yeah, I think they were just laying on the table, and she just went through them. So I'm sure they did. We we we've, we've seen the card shuffle where they they do all the signings before, so that may have been what happened. That's just the angle she got it, and that's how it, how it got signed. But you know, Natalie Decker's been getting a lot of hobby love lately too. Uh, you know, because we're kind of seeing prices on Haley Deegan go down right now. You know, we kind of talked about that a little bit last week. Yeah, and and her her cards seem to be on the rise. So, you know, of course, Haley, she was in a truck race and she was in, in a wreck, which that certainly didn't help. But I'd like to see her do better so her card prices will go back up. But so far, so good for Natalie Decker. Her, she's she's standing tall right now. Yep. 
uh, our king of the week, uh, the card I picked, I mean, there were so many cards, but the thing that caught me about this is this is a PSA 10 2020 Topps Chrome Formula One Lewis Hamilton. Of course, it's it's the, the base card, and it, it went for $600, but it came from Japan, which I thought was really neat that, you know, somebody, somebody from Japan uh, listed that. So I wonder how long it's going to take for whoever bought this card to get this card, going through all the customs and all the funny fun things that it takes to get a card these days. What's interesting is that they had three of them. Yeah. So somebody did quite well. Yeah. Man, I, I, I'd love to have just one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last one, two sold. Yeah, I didn't even notice that, Val. That's a, that's a good point. But, you know, we all know how iconic this card has become iconic. This will probably be one of those, you know, hobby glamour cards in the future if, if it's not already there. Right. I mean, what, what do you guys think about that? I think it's it's pretty much a glamour card already. Definitely. Yeah, I'd agree. I think the, the pose helps, too. Anytime it's something like that, when it's, you know, the kind of the portrait, I think it helps. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with Jason. So... But you know, you look look at that card close up. Look at the top of it, Val and Jason. It almost looks like there's a little bit of chipping at the very top, especially on the on the top right. Do you see that? Yeah. So I don't know if that's something it's glare or something, yeah. Glare or something, but, the, it almost, but it got a 10, so but that you know that always tells you, you know, buy the card, not the holder. So yep. some tens are better than other tens. All right, so keep on keeping on trucking here. Our ace of the week, our one of the one one of one card of the week is this Brad Keselowski. It's a 2018 Panini Prime Jumbo Series sponsor championship patch of Brad Keselowski. It's, of course, it's a one-on-one. This card, it's a neat card, man. I like these, these, these uh, like NASCAR logos, the Monster Energy logos, all those kind of, and plus it's got the champion on there too, which is really neat. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, that card went for $780 with 31 bids. That is impressive. But that is also a really, really nice card. Yeah. So in the Nuts group, there's a guy, I don't know the name, and you don't have to mention it if you know, but there's a guy that seems to collect the Monster Energy patches. Do you by any chance know if he was the one that got this one? I don't. And I think his patches are, I don't know if they're a little different, because this looks like it's actually screened on as opposed to actually a patch patch. Right. Yeah, I would agree with that. So, yeah, but, but, you, but you guys you guys know now that that's what they're doing with these driver uniforms. Right. It's not, you don't have all the, the, the fancy embroidery like from Chi-Chi's, like, you know, like <laughs> I've got right here. You don't have any of that stuff. You know, you don't have any of that anymore. It's all screen printed on. I mean, I guess they do that for comfort. Because I'm sure, you know, those patches, you know, the stitching kind of rubs on you and things like that. So, but they're, they're, they're not quite as attractive as they used to be, but they're still highly desirable. Yeah. Very nice. So, yeah, I thought that was neat. Oh, yeah. All right. And our Royal Flush of the Week, which is going to be our highest price card of the week. I went through all the auctions and found that it's the 2020 Topps Chrome Max Verstappen gold 70th, 70th anniversary PSA 10. And of course they say super low pop. And the, the guy who had this wanted 10 grand for best offer. Well, the best offer went for $3,500. So the, that was the best offer that was accepted. Oh, wow. But, okay. Yeah. 
So that's considerably less than what they asked. But, you know, a lot of people throw, throw things on the wall to see what sticks. So, I mean, I think $3,500 is, I guess that's okay for this card. I mean, so again, what's this is going to be. 70th anniversary. So it's got that 70 right there on the left hand well, side. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But is, it, is that a parallel version, I'm assuming? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So it's 7th anniversary gold. Yeah. And that's pretty cool how they did it logo, too. It's got the little flowy track logo for 70 right there i thought thought they did a great job with that yeah but yeah this is going to be yet another probably glamour card in the future uh you know these these two are the are the key cards of that set you know the the lewis hamilton and uh max Verstappen. definitely yeah those are the two keys so that wraps up our ebay links or ebay links ebay auctions for the week uh, we're going to start doing that every week. So we'll have we'll have our, our different, you know, like I said, Joker, Jack, Queen, King, Ace, and Royal Flush of the week. Kind of helps us kind of trim it down and uh, make it make it a little bit more, you know, mainstream. I don't know what, what you want to call it. But, yeah, that's so. Yeah, thanks, Jason, for coming up with that idea. I like that idea a lot. Good job, Jason. I don't know about, about cutting down time because we're already <laughs> – <laughs> It's yeah. not possible. Oh my goodness, I know. I know. So but I don't know if we got anything else, guys. Uh I have one quick thing. Um, you know, for the anniversary show that's coming out this week. We are gonna do a couple contests and then try to continue to do some in the future. So pay attention to the social media for any and all of us. Uh most likely on Friday it'll start and then we will announce uh, the winners on next week's show. We're going to do two contests this week. One is more F1, and one is more racing in general. So pay attention for, for those on Friday. Right. Yep. And I got I got one little thing here. It's 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 slightly personal, but I do want to make a shout out. I want to make a shout out to Tom Pennington. His uh his handle on Twitter is at Pontown Dogs, and today in the mail. I received this Richard Petty 2021 Prism autograph. Just, he just sent it to me, you know, just, you know, just a random act of kindness. So I just want to do a shout out to Tom and I really appreciate that. And, and I promise, I promise I will be passing it on. Doing so, awesome. I'll, be, I'll be doing something good for somebody else. Awesome. All right. I guess that's where we'll end the show. I'd like to thank our sponsor Panini America. If you like and share the, the podcast and subscribe to the YouTube channel, help other folks find the show and share NASCAR and auto racing trading cards. So for me and the guys, thanks for watching and listening, and we will catch you next week. And cue to music.